once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the C Squared podcast with Corey and Curtis. It is just us today, so you get to put up with all of our BS, which is super great. And thank you to Keithy from Ghost Cult Magazine for hosting our shenanigans like he always does. Super awesome. And also, we want to quickly shout out Loper42 or Sean Truly from Gimme Metal for his awesome donation to Akiabel during their Gimme Metal special. So now that we've gotten all of the formalities out of the way, today we are going to be covering some networking topics with you guys, how to network without being a manipulative douche, and great great ways to... Curtis is laughing at me. <laughs> we started with the devolve. Okay. We've already started devolving into using the word douche. <laughs> yep. This is amazing. So... Corey, just to start off, can you kind of define for people what, in your opinion, networking means? Networking to me is building professional relationships that you can both benefit from rather than it being one-sided. And I mean, obviously, in certain relationships, there's going to be a power imbalance because you may network with somebody who's been in the business for 15, 20 years when you've been in the business for four months, be right here, where you can't you know, really offer them a whole lot for their help, but you can still always be appreciative and be there whenever they do need something. But it's that kind of a relationship where there's give on both sides and take on both sides. It's not all one side taking from the other. Okay, I agree with that. Um, So now, how, how would you define an improper balance then? It's now that you've defined the proper balance. I just want, want to hear your thoughts. When you go into a relationship solely with what can I get out of this, it's an improper balance regardless of who the other person is, how long they've been in the industry. It doesn't really matter. If the only goal of that relationship is for you to get something out of it, it's an improper balance. Okay. So now riddle me this, Batman. Let, 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 let's before we get before we get anything um, too heavy with it. So mm-hmm. if you are trying to connect with someone, a lot of times there is something that you want out of it. Just let's face it, that's that's mm-hmm. the truth. So what would be a good way, in your opinion, to network with someone without being manipulative? Like just give me a straight up example of it. Let's... By showing what you can also offer that person. Like, okay. I'll be real. I freaking needed help with PR when I first started talking to you. I had yep. no idea what I was doing. It yep. wasn't really my intention to get you to like, take me on as a business partner or anything that, that like happened since then. I really just kind of wanted some pointers on how to build a contact list. And it just snowballed for, you know, uh, to put it politely or mildly, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit of snowballing. Yeah. But I also illustrated to you the skills that I have that you might not have. Like I know how to build websites. A lot of your clients probably needed websites. I know how to do graphic design. A lot of your clients probably need graphic design. So there's ways that you could have offered value add to your clients without ever bringing me on. And, and maybe you would have found it, you know, the goodness of your heart to tell me how to find some contacts. <laughs> now, uh, 
now I, I do want to point out for everybody listening I rarely ask Corey for anything he very very rarely asks me for anything that's not like you know something that like a mutually worked contract or a client that's both of ours anything outside of that it's very rare for him to ask me for anything I, I think I've asked for maybe three premieres total in the whole time I've known her since February or something like that yeah total. and those dried up the moment we started working together just yeah. you know ethically speaking I you know can't really do premieres on stuff that I'm working or that closely affiliated with. I just wanted to put that out there in case anybody's listening to this. There, there is no, there is no benefit to Curtis for metal injection at all with working with Corey. I want to point that out. Um, so, okay. So no, but brought... there, there's benefit to your clients and, yeah, and benefit right. to your, your business. So, right. I mean, there's, there's other ways that you have benefited from the relationship. I, I assume I could be wrong. I'm just, I'm just working with you because just because I hate you, obviously, you know, that's just. Yeah. You're that's just awful. doing it because you're bored. <laughs> I'm bored. I'm bored. I feel sorry for you. You know, that that's totally the, the entirety of the thing, right? Exactly. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, just to point that out, I do not get special favoritism and there has been almost nothing I have asked her for since, uh, since she started working with me in that regard. Um, okay. And yeah, so all the premieres that I've done for you. One of them you didn't even ask me for. I just yeah. did it because I liked the song. That was the first one. Yep. And the other yep. ones all came out like before we started working together. Yep, pretty much, pretty much. I um, honestly okay. think there's only two. There might be three, but I think there's only two. I think you might be right. Yeah, and one of them you didn't ask me to do. Yep, I think you're right. I think you might be right. I think you might be right. But anyways, back to the main subject. <laughs> so, okay. So that is a really good example of networking. So now, what would be another example of a wrong way to network that you've The ask kiss method. The what? The ass kiss method. Oh, ass. I thought you said the yes. ass method. Nope. Like, okay. the, the brown noser method of networking where you, you go in to somebody who's been in the industry forever and you're buttering them up, you're kissing their ass, you're, yep. you know, you're sucking up basically just to get whatever it is that you want out of them. Okay. I would, that, so that's one me, of those one-sided relationships. But tell, give me, give me an example of how that would work. Like, let's say someone used the ass kiss method on, on Corey Westbrook. What would, what would, would it be an example of someone using that on you? Oh, bands do that all the time. They try to flatter their way into a premiere when their songs aren't up to par, their videos aren't up to par. They, you know, God, they always go for the looks too. Like, dude, no, I realize that at, you know, four o'clock in the morning when I wake up, I look like a gremlin, okay? I'm not some <laughs> stunning creature <laughs> that yeah. is some, some, some like stunning ethereal elf traipsing mm -hmm. through the woods or whatever. Like, it doesn't work on me. And it's just, or the, like the blatantly obvious, I like what you wrote on and then they just copy and paste the article title. Yep, yep. And it's like, maybe you'd be interested in covering my band and the two things are completely unrelated. Yep, yep. Okay, so the ass kiss method. So I agree with this. So now, but there is, but there, let, let me just, let me just riddle you this again, Batman. Let me ask you this. There is a fine line between ass kissing and com compliment. Yes, there is a genuine way. Like if somebody were to compliment like, one of my articles. About you all the time. And I, I don't think I'm kissing your ass. No, 
no, no, no. There's a, there's a genuine way to do it. And there's a way that's very blatantly ingenuine. And honestly, I think most people can realize what that is. Fair. Um, Fair. Fair. Yeah. Like, like I said, with just the copy and pasted article of the title, that's in no way related to what I'm saying or what the, what the band is asking or what like unrelated genres or whatever. And like, maybe you'd be like, you'd like to cover my band because you covered this band and the two things are completely unrelated. You can totally tell that that's fake totally and, right. and whatnot. And if they're complimenting, you said. Yeah. And, and if they're complimenting me on my looks, that's so fake. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny. Someone hears this and they're like, okay, they take this to the extreme now. And they're like, okay, we know you don't like to be complimented on your looks. They'll be like, you look like a gremlin. Can you see my band? I would honestly laugh my ass off if somebody did that. And I would probably listen to their music just because fucking gonna, why not? You're going to get the gremlin. Now, Corey, we realize you look like a gremlin. We're not going to, we're not going to say anything nice about you. Here's my Corey, band. You're fucking hideous. Will you cover please, my band? <laughs> please, please, please cover us. We feel sorry for you. So we're going to ask you to do this for us. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. In all seriousness though. So don't do looks. Don't, don't do um, bad flattery. Um, mm -hmm. I think one of the reasons why that comes, have you ever read how to win friends and influence people by chance? I have actually only read like the synopsis on Wikipedia. Um, yeah. but I know who Machiavelli is. Okay. And so same bullshit. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, I think one of the reasons why I'm just going to bring this up quickly is because I think one of the reasons why people do the compliment is because it talks about in that book that people love to be complimented. Um, so I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm saying, I don't know about you. Uh, but if someone comes up to me with a compliment that I don't know, I get suspicious right off the bat. Oh, hands down. Super, yeah. super sketch. Yeah. Um, like you complimenting me, you actually have seen my work and you know, my work is good. So you can compliment my work because you're yeah. actually familiar with me. Somebody straight out of the gate. Who's just going over the top with the flattery is so creepy. It is. So and I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea necessarily to compliment someone if you sincerely mm -hmm. believe it. But I think if you're just kind of looking for a reason to compliment someone, then it come, then it, that's how you come across as being sketchy and insincere. So mm -hmm. where am I going with this here? So I, I guess I want to ask you, so how, how do you personally de detect the bullshit from the sincere compliment from someone that's new to you? Because there are sometimes people will give... A genuine compliment like I've received compliments about you that were genuine and I've shown them to you it's honestly a lot of my gut like okay. I just go with my gut on a lot of things um I mean your intuition is usually really good mm -hmm. I mean most people most people have yep. good intuition they ignore yep. it stop yep. ignoring yep. it that would be my biggest thing like if anybody takes anything from this podcast is stop ignoring your intuition because it is going to point out the sketchy people. Listen to your gut. If something feels wrong, it probably is. And I mean, there's always all sorts of physical cues too. Well, um, like not meeting your eyes. That's a yeah. physical cue. Um, sure. Just read their body language. Are they there's like a, it's a subtle, aggressive body language from somebody that wants something from you. Yeah. And that really is if you're face to face. Yeah. Um, but like over the internet, listen to your gut. And 
if something seems off, check references. I agree 100%. Now, now let me ask this because because we're this is still on networking. We're gonna we're gonna go a little bit further ahead, but just this is just like the compliment part. So you said listen to your gut, and if something seems off, it's off. Now I know I myself. I agree with this 100%. But how do you personally tell if it's like a sense of humor thing and it's coming across the wrong way or if it's like a genuine weird thing just just out of curiosity? For sense of humor and it's not like resonating, you can yeah. always just ask if the person's Fair. joking. Like Fair. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I Fair. did that yesterday with somebody who I know pretty well. Like are you being serious right now or are you joking? Yeah. Cuz it, on the internet, it's always not, it's not always clear. Yeah. Um, but again, I think people's alarms start going off even when it's an internet conversation and you yeah. can tell when something is sketch. I agree. Most of the time. I mean, I mean like some of the stuff you and I say to each other, anybody else would think was completely insane, but, um, we know each well, other's personality. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's what I was going to say. Um, okay. So further on, so let's, 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 let's go a little bit further on networking here. So, okay. So you you want to get, you get, want to get in touch with someone mm -hmm. and uh, let's say it's a writer. We're going to, we're going to start simple here with a writer. Mm -hmm. So you want to get in touch with a writer. How would you, how would you suggest people go about networking with that writer if they don't know them? Honestly, so, just, just being real with yeah. that person. Um, like if somebody wants me to cover their band, don't try to like lead in with a whole bunch of BS about whatever. Just get to the point and tell me what you want. I know why you're talking to me. Um, okay. And it's it's like the same with Greg. We we all know why you're talking to us. We know you don't want to be. We know we you don't want to be our friend. Yep. You don't want to get to know us. You don't. It. We know. So just be real. So if somebody's honest and upfront, like, hey, I just really want you to cover my band. I will give them more attention than somebody who's you know, with the false flattery and the buddy, buddy attitude, just be yeah. honest about it. Yeah. Um, if you do genuinely think somebody's cool and you want to follow them and you want to, I don't know, build some sort of a relationship with them, like say it's a PR who wants to build an, uh, an existing contact or an ongoing contact, there we go, not existing, ongoing contact, then just interact with that person on a human level, not anything like I tweet a lot of random shit you do. that I think yep. is funny. And if somebody yep. else thinks it's funny, go drop a laughing emoji on it or something. Um, or, you know, like one of my memes, like just interact with them on a human level that is in no way business related. If you want to actually build a relationship with that person. Now, I want to point out, you don't actually have to, like if you're trying to network with someone, you actually don't have to build a relationship with them. You actually don't. No, that's if you want to. If but you want, don't no. want to, just be honest with us what yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a lot of people that I contact on a regular basis for PR of or example. I have no intention of building up a friendship with them or doing anything like that. I, I have zero. Yeah. And you're a hundred percent upfront <laughs> with what you want, right? Yeah, I say exactly. I want the and you do the stream. I don't go, hey, how's your wife? How's your kids? You look great today. Yeah, all that stuff. That, that's why I said, if you want to build up some kind of a relationship with this person, cool, go for it. If you don't, just be honest. Just be honest what you want and why you're, why you're messaging them. I think this is a key point. This is a very key point that we just brought up. You don't have to be friends with everyone. 
You don't. You don't. Sometimes you just have to have a business relationship no. with them. There is a PR that I frequently do. Um, I, I do premieres for him. Mm -hmm. We have absolutely no friendship whatsoever. And I, I, I respect the guy. I, I mean, I like his press releases. They're always very nicely put together. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like his bands. I know he's always going to be sending me something quality. So, yep. I mean, when he comes to me like, hey, I need a premiere. And if I can fit it in the schedule, I will. And there's no friendship there. It's just us working together. Yeah, and exactly. it's perfectly fine. And he's yeah. never once bullshitted me on what he wants or tried to be super buddy-buddy or anything like that. Obviously, yep. he wished me well when the tree fell on my house. <laughs> but other than that, it's not like, you know, hey, how's your cat or anything weird like that. Out of curiosity, before we go on, did, how many how many people use the uh, the tree, the tree fell on your house? Can I get a premiere on you? Was there anybody that did that? I think you told me there was. There was. There was there? there have been people, and there were people that were upset that it's like, hey, I don't have power. Yeah. I didn't have power for several days. Um, I can't really do any premieres right now, and there were people upset with me for that. While I'm sitting in my car trying to charge my shit, using my cell phone as a hotspot, just like <laughs> yeah, sitting in my car because it was warm. Yeah. It happens. Uh, Us this week as well, I want to point out, we actually had a premiere set up on Wednesday at a site. And I got a message from the site saying, hey, this probably might probably not going to happen for a few days because there's currently a war going on here. I hope you understand. It's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about Read it. the room, people. Read, yeah, the room. read the room. And the client was, and thankfully, the client was the same way. He was like, oh, there's a war going on? Totally cool. I totally understand. There's no Bombs kind of take precedent over, yeah. you know, yeah. getting yeah. my shit premiered. But some people don't think that way, which is amazing. So, okay. So let's talk about some more about insincere networking before we go on to uh, nice ways, nice or correct ways of doing networking. So, Okay, this is this I this is something that I've noticed is that people will sometimes try to gift their way into connecting with people. I don't know if you've experienced this. Oh, but a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You have fans try to send me shit all the time. Okay, can you go over this just for a minute here? I got my own thoughts, but I want to hear yours. Since you've actually had it happen, I wasn't sure if you had. So, I have guilt issues. So, me taking any kind of gifts is a pain and you know this and me I taking any kind of gifts it's a pain in the yeah. ass for me to accept them yeah um and i do want to point I mean, out where he gifts quite frequently at least once a month and i mean even he hates it yeah i do i i don't know i just they make me super i don't know they're just, just it weirds me out for some but reason they, I, but, I always but, feel like i owe somebody when i do when they do it but it creates this this unfair obligation um that yeah, and that's why I always turn them down because I don't ever want to be indebted to somebody like, oh, we sent you a CD and a shirt and now yep. you're not going to write about us. You're just trying to take advantage of us. Yep. And I never, ever want to give that impression. So I rarely, rarely take anything. Um, there have been a couple of times where I've, you know, accepted band merch, but I already knew the people we had yep. formed a, you know, similar, you know, we, we had formed a kind of a relationship, a friendship. Um, 
And they even taught me some swear words in their native language, which was cool. Nice. <laughs> That's always good. Um, but for the most part, if it's a band that I don't regularly work with, I won't take it because it creates a, a sense of obligation that is unfair. I agree 100%. Now, I want to point out again, I do this quite a bit with you, but I don't do it out of the sense of trying to get you to do anything. You'll notice. Yeah, because you, you never asked me to do anything. I, have, I, I haven't. Yeah, I never have. You're just waiting for the day probably when I drop some big bomb on you or something like that. Corey, I secretly need a kidney. Time I to cash a, in. I need I need a heart transplant. Give me your heart right now. And you're going to be like... You don't even know your blood type. Huh? We could be, we could be a, not a match. You don't even know your blood type. But if we were, and I asked you for a heart transplant, I'm going to totally use all the times I've done everything. I've done everything for you, just completely. Now you, you need to, to. Now you need to die for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the gift. So okay, but there can be times too when it's legit. So just for the networking. Yeah. There so are like times the, when it's legit, but it's for me. It's when I've built up an ongoing relationship with the person, and usually they have to badger me into it. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is like, for example, if you actually had premiered a band or you did a write up for them and they offered to send you something, I think that would be legit versus them sending you something first. Would you not? Yeah. And even then, though, I still say no, because then yeah. like what if their next single, I can't premiere it, but we sent you a shirt. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Because Corey's been offered stuff just from our clients and she won't even. <laughs> Which I'll just amazing. buy it. He's one of the few people to do that. Okay, so we got the gifts. Um, but again, I think that sometimes, like if you already have uh, an established relationship with the person, it is okay to send the person a gift. Yes, Me yes, yes, yes. frequently send clients gifts, I want to point out. Yes, and um, <clears throat> where was I going? Oh, yeah, the other thing. I've had people try to bribe me too. In what way? Like just straight up, how much is it going to cost to get my band to fe featured on Metal Injection? I have literally had at least three people try to yep. bribe me. Okay. And my response is, is if any publication is charging you like that, then they're, in my opinion, it's not a very ethical way to run things. I know that there are certain publications that it's all pay to play. Yeah. But in my opinion, that's not super ethical. I agree. Um, and so I don't, obviously I'm not, and that's not metal injections way of doing things. So yep. like, hell, I'm going to do that. 100%. Um, yeah. If you're trying to bribe your way into a premiere, don't fucking do it. Don't, and don't do that with a review. That's just, no, don't fucking do that. Okay. So next, so next thing of networking. So, okay. So let's say, I'm just trying to think if there's any bad ways I want to go over before we go into the good ways. Um, oh, let me ask you first. Can you think of anything else that's a bad way to network that you've personally experienced? I mean, we've covered all the uh, the biggest ones for me. It's like the insincerity, the over the top flattery, the like, I don't know, just the inconsistent, like, oh, I really, you wrote about this and maybe you'll like this and they're two completely unrelated things. So those are all like the big ones. But when it comes to networking, I think people to avoid the bad kind of networking, just check your motivations. 100%. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's add, what it all boils down to. I want to add before we move on to the good part. Uh, mm -hmm. One key way that you can tell if someone's being insincere with their networking is that they will avoid you afterwards and they'll just kind of mm -hmm. like, 
just cut, cut any communication, not follow up. They'll pretend to be your friend. And then the second of whatever you want is done. It's just, they're ghosted. They're gone. There's no, oh, I've had that happen a lot. Yep. There are a lot of people that will only talk to me when they want something. Yep. There've been multiple times where I was trying to learn things in the industry. And it, you know, I've reached out to people that have networked with yep. me like, Hey, can you answer some questions for me? And then they just ghost me. Yeah, let's go over that for a brief second here, and without naming any names, obviously. I uh, have not named a single name, so I, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just saying we're, I'm not naming any. I'm, I'm not that. naming any names either. I'm warning. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. The big mouth. They will out themselves. Cool. Um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you realize I was not going to say anything. Um, no. no, not at all. So, Corey has in the past. Okay, let's just kind of explain this here. So, Corey in the past, when she was trying to learn some stuff, would frequently reach out to people. And because she's a metal injection person, they would only talk to her whenever she was, they were asking for a premiere or for a review or whatever the heck it is, right? Mm -hmm. So can you kind of explain the effect that kind of has on the person on the receiving end of that? Because since you've experienced it. Uh, honestly, it's, it's so scummy. It is. It's, it's so scummy. And like, it just happened so much until like the past four months. Yep. Um, it was very frequent and it just, it makes you think that this industry is just full of shit and there's mm -hmm. nothing good about any of it. Granted, mm -hmm. I was proven wrong. There are a mm -hmm. lot of good people in this industry willing to help, but yep. unfortunately there's also a lot of good, there's a lot of bad people in this industry that only care about themselves. And, yep. and you can actually usually spot those people by how they promote. Yep. Um, are they talking about them and their results or are they talking about their clients and their results? This are they talking about their own accomplishments or are they talking about their clients accomplishments granted with their help? There's yep. a big difference in how they conduct themselves. So if you, if you're unsure if somebody's doing like the false flattery or any of that kind of stuff, go look at their feed and how they're talking about their accomplishments is it in the context of look at me look at me look what i did or go look at this awesome thing my client just accomplished yep. there's a massive difference i agree 100 um there are quite a few people that will only that we both know or have known uh that will only talk about themselves and how good their company is doing and how good this is doing only like we both do talk about i brag about c squared but i also talk about how good but you talk about it in the context of your clients and the context of all of us as a group. So I like do. when you're talking about the success of C squared, you're not saying, look at how great I'm doing and yep. my company's doing. It's look at how great we're doing. Yep. Look at how much we're doing for our clients. Look at these results for our clients. There's a difference. Is that a black hole behind you, by the way? I see this big hole right behind your head. It is time. a black hole behind me. Okay. I, I, I was just, I, it distracted me for a brief Technically. Second. It's an eye. Is it an eye? Oh, it is an eye. Okay. It's a space eye. <laughs> so, okay, back to what we were talking about there. So, yes, for 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 us, I know I always I always mention you. I always mention Holly. I always mention Guy. I always mention Aaliyah. I never. And you always mention Lindsay. I do always mention Lindsay. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, because I think I I, I didn't want to like overdo it with her. Um, mm -hmm. But um, you overdo it with everything, Curtis. I do That's your style. It. I, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm kind of realizing that some of the stuff we're saying, I do do, but I don't. I don't do it in that manner. Like, is an yeah, instance. There's a difference. You can you can read the difference. Yeah. Of look I at how cool I am, because yeah. 
I'm working with XYZ name, not look what I accomplished for, or look what they accomplished with my help or any of yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I think, I mean, I post, I posted the Sarah brags a couple of times about me, but other than that, it's usually just, that's it. I mean, who doesn't want to post a Sarah brag? I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Me, me. I, I you, hate you bragging. Post, I, I barely, you, post, I don't post about myself. It's just my. When Sarah, about the video, I, I remember you posting, Sarah said, thank you to me. I remember you posting that. That's, that, that's. Oh yeah, moment. that was a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the one time you did it. I'm mm -hmm. just saying. Sarah, Sarah is a legit brag, I think. Um, okay, let's talk about proper networking. Unless you had anything more to say about the instance here. No, I'm, uh, I'm good on my, okay. on the, I think people, people can understand when it's insincere, just listen to your gut. And if you're one of those people reaching out, uh, trying to network with people, just check your motivations. Are you going into this solely to get something out of the other person? Or do you actually plan on reciprocating? 100%. Um, so just before actually before we move on one last thing I do want to say to it say about it is uh, Corey is also she's going to deny this but she's actually a master networker. So if you ever so if you ever want to see how someone should network you should like look at what she does because she does it with sincerity and she does it with purpose at the same time. And she's not a dick about it and she's gone pretty darn far in three months just by her networking ability I think. I think the reason why I'm successful is I don't expect anything of anybody. Exactly. You have, that's, you have and that's honestly life. probably the best effect of yep. people ghosting me. Yeah. The way that they have is that I no longer expect anybody to help me with anything. So yep. any kind of relationships that I form with people, it's, it's zero expectation that they do anything for me. And they're all people I genuinely want to work with, yep. regardless yep. of if I get a personal benefit out of it. I have to, and I, well, last thing before we go to the good thing, mm -hmm. I do want to also point out, Corey will even refuse to ask me for things and I have to offer to help her and she still refuses oh, it. I do that with everybody. Yep. I mean, you know, plenty of people that it's like, nope, I'm not asking them for that. Even though I know fully, full well, I could ask yep. them for whatever thing it is we're talking about. I won't yep. do it because it's just, there's, there's a line between networking and using and I refuse, I refuse to be one of those people who is constantly ask, 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 ask. You're probably like Machiavelli or, you know, you're just like hiding there and you're just waiting to like spring something on everybody, aren't you? I knew it. I knew it. I just manipulate you all into offering. That's probably, <laughs> probably what it is. I make you think it's your idea. <laughs> oh, you are. That's what it is. She, she, it's she inception. Networkception? Yeah. In working? I don't know. But it's you are a good networker i think um so let's go on to the next part which is how to network so since we just bragged about how good of a i bragged about how, how good of a networker you are we're going to start with you so how did you network yourself into being uh where you are today within less than three months let's, i listen to you well <laughs> okay uh let, let's go a little bit further than that than just you listen to me um well, honestly, let's just take our relationship as a, as an example. Sure. I went into it doing something for you. You did. 100%. So, and it was something I didn't have to do. Um, and it was something that I don't think most people would have done. And it just became, it, it, it just became a thing. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but for those that don't know, I, you know, premiered one of Curtis's songs, didn't their clients yeah. songs, didn't tell him I was doing it. And, uh, 
the artist, one of the artists featured in the song made a comment on Instagram, like, oh, I wish they had included my new project, not my old project. And so I went in and I included the new project in the article, sent it to Curtis because I didn't feel it was right to reach out to his client personally. And mm -hmm. so I went to Curtis, was like, hey, here, I made the change that they asked for on Instagram. And that I went into the relationship offering some sort of value, even though it was very <laughs> tiny value, it was yep. something. Yep. And what else did you do? Because you did a little bit more than that. Well, uh, we covered it earlier is I, I let you know what I was capable of, the skills that I have. Yep. And I tried to make, make it a conversation of, well, actually that's all it was, was just a conversation like, Hey, uh, this is what I do. And it just kind of built from there. I mean, yep. You kept talking in other words. Is what I'm and I didn't ask for shit. You did not ask for shit. You, you, but, and then you, you asked me another question. I think it was about Antiqua, if I'm not mistaken. And then oh, yeah. I asked you uh, when, uh, when their album was coming out. Yep. Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah. She, that's what it was. I, I knew you were working with Lindsay and that Antiqua was a thing. And then, yep. you know, I asked when their album was coming out. Yep. And she kept the conversation going. And then she dropped in little subtle things that she does, just like subtle, wasn't like name dropping or anything like that. Mentioned to Kiaville, you mentioned a couple other things. And I thought this girl. And the was reason like, I was the reason or, I was bringing that up wasn't necessarily like to get anything from you either. It was just like this is what I do. Yep. Maybe you will find these facts interesting. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, you did it in such. I'm just saying, you did it in such a way that it didn't sound like it was arrogant or anything like that. You just brought up, I have this band, Akiva, blah blah blah. That was all you basically said. And then I went and looked. And then that got me curious. And then I think I retweeted or something like that. And then you said thank you, and then just kept going, and. You did not ask me for shit, I don't think, at no. all. No, I actually fought you on some things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I did thank you for retweeting a Kievel because that yeah. meant a lot. Even though it was something small, it was like not something anybody else had done. Yep. So, okay, so you kept talking. So now then after that, so then we kind of like, when once we started working together, you did, you did do almost anything I asked you to do. I will admit that, but I, I don't think that's the entirety of why you're doing well. You're like, really? I don't think that's it. That might be it, honestly. I is just do whatever I'm asked to do. <laughs> she's not really good. She's just good at just being told what to do. That's, that's uh, all. She just, she's not Corey, can good. you? Yup. Yeah. That is the, ex yeah. that is the secret to my excess. Corey, can, can you do this thing? Yes, I can. Even if I don't know what I'm doing. Yep. Sure. Why not? I'll Google it. Well, you know what, actually in, in a way that probably is part of the, part of the secret because that's why Guy and Holly are working with us in actual yeah. fact. That's really because the only. They both do the same thing. Yeah. They basically do that. So maybe the very first good networking tip is like, if you're, if you're asked to do something or if someone asks you for help, just say yes. If you like. If within... you're a fan of Letterkenny, which I know you probably think this show is the bane of your existence now that we've brought I, it up I, several um, times. Yeah. If a friend asks you for help, you help them. Yeah. And if you're networking, if, if somebody you're trying to network with asks you for help, you help them. It yep. can't be one-sided. One hundred percent. So now, okay. So we got about ten minutes left. So we got, we got to bring this. We got to bring this back home here. So now, how extreme should you be going? Because okay, so you were talking earlier about bringing value to people. Mm -hmm. So 
how much value should you bring without being compensated, I guess is what I'm trying to say, or without there, because some people will just take advantage of you. You know that as well as I do. Yeah, like, exactly. And then they'll just expect more. We have a, we, we both know people that do this, have done this to us in the past. I don't think we currently have anybody doing that, but they'll want, want, want actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but they want, 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 and then they don't want to do anything in return ever. So at what point is the relationship too one-sided? If you know what I mean. When you're no longer comfortable with it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you're so, starting to get angry about how one-sided it is, it's too one-sided. If you're starting okay. to get resentful about what, how one-sided it is, it's too one-sided. Okay, cool. I can have that. Okay. So like, let's say um, if I wanted to network with someone, usually what I'll do, like if I want to meet someone, like a lot of the times with all, like half the people that I've met, I've just done stuff for as the very first thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of do the same thing. That was kind of how I met Gaia. That was how I met Hera Knox. Um, how I met Gary from Nuclear Winter, uh, Lyle from MMA. There's a lot of people, like, I'll just help them as a very first thing. Just offer it. So, okay, so let's say you, Corey, and I, we decided to help someone. At what point would you realize that the relationship was too one-sided if we did that? Because we do that a lot as well. We do do that with people. The threshold is going to be different for everybody. Like, let's take a Kiavel, for example. I help them a lot. But yep. I also see them busting their asses to succeed as well. Yep. So the threshold for them is a lot higher because their yep. effort is extremely high. It's it's up there. They're yep. it's not me doing all the work to make them famous. Yeah. It's them and me like all busting our asses to succeed. So it and so if somebody, if I see somebody who's super lazy then the threshold is going to be a lot lower yep um, so yeah it just it's it's when you start to get resentful yeah because i know i know i've done that for bands before we'll be like okay so i see you need some help you need a press release they'll say yes i'm happy to do it and then all of a sudden they start coming to you with more requests and not mm-hmm. wanting and it and it's like at first, okay fine i can help them with this but then where it becomes where they start getting getting demanding that's when mm-hmm. i it, for me exactly yeah or Um, like you say you do a press release and you send them the links of people who posted that press release but then they don't share it yep or if you say hey if you guys really want to be successful you need to start posting more to social media and then they don't do it even though that's not a direct slight against you the lack of effort on their part is making the relationship too one-sided i agree 100 percent um, and then I want to ask you a question. So how do you pick, I know how I pick, who you want to help in order to network with? How, how do you decide? I know how I do. I want to hear yours. For networking, who do I pick? Oh, geez. Well, even networking. Well, I mean, it's kind of networking because when you look at who you want to help, that is kind okay, of Okay, so who I want to help. Yeah. One, so uh, I chose a Kiavel because I really loved their music. Okay. I like as soon as I I heard what they were doing, I I was blown away. Um, but before I ever offered any help, uh, like I wrote about them in an underground roundup, yep. and I sent it to them. Yep. They very quickly thanked me. Yep. They very quickly shared it. They shared yep. it a month later again. So they were always very grateful before I ever offered them anything. The little things that I did 
they were very grateful. So because they were grateful, I covered their next video. Yep. And because they were grateful that time, I covered their next video. And they're very, very similar to how I am in that all of the help that I offered them, they've refused it. <laughs> That's a key point. Yeah, they, they refused it. It was like pulling teeth to get them to let me help them back in the beginning yep. because their, their personality is very similar. They, you know, we can't offer you anything. And it took months of, I don't care what you can offer me. Just let me freaking help you mm -hmm. um, before they, uh, they finally did. Now they have no problem asking me for stuff. But <laughs> well, yeah. no, they do. They do. They still have a problem asking me for stuff. But that's the key point, though, is not wanting. Like when you, re if someone rejects it, I think that's always a good sign. I, yes. I, I, I actually agree with you on that. I mean, there's a difference. So because sometimes people are willing to be helped if they think feel that the person's being sincere. Mm -hmm. But I think you're right. One key thing is like if the person uh, objects to receiving the help at first. I think there's a good sign. That's a really good sign. They're not going to try to take advantage of you. I agree exactly. with you. Exactly. And because of that, I've gone completely ham helping yeah. them. Yeah. That's kind of like what I do with you. So I don't know if I don't know if this is like a weird manipulative technique you got going here where it's just like it's reverse psychology. No, no, no. I don't want your help. Yeah, exactly. No, Corey didn't really do that. She's just she's just pretty good about not extend well it's the right word not overextending the requests i think is what is but i do the same thing i almost never ask for anything so okay so last point in networking here mm -hmm. that i do want to bring up is you have to go into it with not how do i want to put this again we kind of brought this up before but you want to make sure you're not doing it just to benefit your own self I exactly think key, key, key thing. Um, can you just go over that briefly and then I want to do it? Yeah. So it's, it goes back to checking your motivations. Why are you messaging this person? And it, there will be times you cannot benefit the other person because the other person already has everything that they need. We, I mean, there's somebody that we've networked with, you know, exactly who I'm talking about that. He, he does help me quite a bit. He's always yep. there to answer my questions. There's literally not shit one I can do for him. But at the same time, I always make sure he knows if there is ever a time where I can help him, just ask me and I will be there. So yep. making sure that that is clear to whoever you're, you're working with, if it's somebody that's, you know, a much higher tier or however you want to word that, who's been in the industry much longer, that if there ever is something that comes up, they can count on you. And then you better freaking deliver when something does come up that you can that's help with. That's key as well. You like best if, deliver. Yeah. If you make an agreement that you're going to do something or you tell someone you'll do something for them in the future based on the help, that that's that is a good rant. I just want to go off here. I've had this many times where someone has asked me for a favor, I've done it, and they have not delivered on what they've asked. Um, good example is about four, five, six years ago when I was one uh, after I'd been doing PR for like a year or two, someone asked me. There were a person, I, a journalist that I knew asked me to help them get their PR company established and to help them like with contacts, like how to find contacts, all that type of thing. Mm -hmm. I did everything I was asked. And he said in exchange, he was going to help me get some premieres at this site over the next two years. There wasn't a, a value amount or anything like that. But after I helped him, he ghosted me and never 
ever once fucking helped. Not once. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're going to do something like that, you have to make sure that you always deliver back in return. Because as far as I'm concerned, guys blacklisted my books. I don't want anything to fucking do with them. And uh, I've had that happen where yeah, I, I premiered a certain person's, a band that they were really trying to push. I premiered everything that that band did and or nearly everything that that band did and when it came time to ask that person hey can you give me some industry advice on xyz topic they never responded yep and i want to point out too that when uh once c squared gets really big me and Corey are going to be like when they try to uh work for us we're gonna be like i'm gonna send them that gif from mean girls of gretchen screaming you can't sit with us yep just (laughs) because one thing you Everybody has to remember too is if you go someone and if you end up being a dick to them and they end up being in a position later where you want to work with them, they're going to they remember won't. it and they're not going to work with you. And uh, not to be mean and vindictive, but me and Corey have a small list that we're thinking with. Well, it's honestly, it's just it's a trust thing. Yeah, I don't trust that person anymore. It's yep. not even personal. I don't trust them in a business sense anymore. Yep, agreed. I agree. So anything else we want to cover with networking? I think that is a Just don't be a douche. All right. It, like it's my one rule. Just don't be a douche. It requires so much more energy to be a douche than it does to not be a douche. So be lazy and don't be a douche. <laughs> and a douche is defined as someone that is networking only for their own benefit, trying to use you, planning mm-hmm. on not you know, not, not doing anything for you in return, all one-sided, there's no backwards exchange there from them to you for what you've done for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cool. Do you have any final words, Court? I think we had a new outro. What was the new outro? I think we should save that outro for something else. Okay. That's because people that's, seem to like the, uh, like the, the one that we do now. Okay. Well, party on Corey. Party on Curtis. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C-Squared.